Don't stop the music. Welcome back to the Elevate Polk podcast. I am your host, Chris Ann Long, and with me today, my co-pilot, my friend, Nate the Great Kendrick. Thanks, Chris Ann. Happy to be here. We have some exciting guests with us today. I really love it when we get to have people who are my friends as our guests because I have stories that I am sworn that I will not talk about. But um, welcome to the show, Sam and Parker. Sam Houghton from Union Hall and Parker Duncan from Union Hall as well. Hello. Well, it's good to be here. Thanks for having us. I'm wondering the stories you have about me that you're not willing to tell. Well, you know. I don't think we, I don't think we're, we're friends enough yet. You're going to tell kind of those stories, stories today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're here just kind of talking about Union Hall, which is one of Sam's businesses. But let's talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey before Union Hall, because I know you from way, way, way back. So let's talk about the things that you're doing, Sam, and how you got, like, lead us to the Union Hall experience. How did you get there? Where did that? Where did that start? Uh, it started when I was about 14 We're going to start old. at 14. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> My dad uh, owned a veterinary hospital in town, and he gave me the keys, basically, to the um, boarding facilities for the summer and said, I'm going to give you this certain amount of money, but you have to hire people and make sure they're here and make sure the dogs are walked and the cages are cleaned out, new newspaper in there. And so... Um, I hired some of my friends from high school and we bought shirts that said EF on the, I guess, chest. It says EF, we take care of the mess. And so EF stood for excrement facilitators. <laughs> and we, uh, for this, the whole summer, I just, I played golf while I scheduled everybody else to do the work. I didn't make as much money, but I had fun. Yeah, so but we, you made money playing golf. But it, it taught me entrepreneurial spirit and hard work and understanding, you know, process and how you can make things a little bit better, you know, each day. So then I, um, let's see, I went to school, went to the University of Florida and you can do school. a plug. You can say go Gators, <laughs> go Gator. but I'll say go Knowles. Yeah. <laughs> I yell Alabama, what's up? <laughs> and then we, and then just, we have Parker. Kidding. I don't like football. And then Nate can say yeah. go Knights. Yeah. You see that. <laughs> Just drop and that so, in. Uh, sorry, <laughs> back to back to me. Back to back to <laughs> Sam. <laughs> um, no, so I I went to law school and I helped at uh, Clark Campbell uh, Lancaster at the time, and I think it's Clark Campbell Lancaster Munson now. Uh, worked with Ron Clark, who was my mentor and helped me to learn all about entrepreneurial law and how to uh, help businesses. And then after a certain time, I decided that. Uh, I, how can I tell all these businesses how to run their business if I'm sitting here in an office, you know, working for somebody else? So um, I got the experience of going out and starting my own law firm and um, just got into a little bit of real estate. The only other active business that I've actually ever been involved with is uh, Union Hall and got involved with that with Pete and Dan Signer. So Pete Maris was my business partner on some of the uh, real estate stuff that we bought. And Dan uh, Signer is an amazing musician for anybody that has not heard of him. Everybody in yeah. the listening audience should know Dan's <laughs> name. So, I mean, There's a lot of people that don't really know him either. And I'm like, how do you, how not, do you not know Dan Signer? Yeah. yeah. How? Yeah. yeah but, but first, you said that the only other business you've been involved with is Union Hall. What about Lean Spaces? Well, Lean is just, it's a, it's a company that owns the building. And okay. then we lease the space out to other people. So it's, it's kind of 
semi-active because uh, Christy works there and she provides juices and coffee and shout out to Christy for the juices and coffee yay and yeah it's it's a cool space a school space um we love it so right next door was this it was truly Nolan and Pete and I decided uh why are we fixing up lean spaces which is this really cool office space in Dixieland we've got a couple offices available yeah Uh, (laughs) and uh why are we fixing this up if it's just going to increase the property value of the people next to us and so I bought um the one next door to it which was truly Nolan and we decided to raise the rent and then we decided to kick them out and do something ourselves and we were going to put a printing store in half of it and the other half was going to be a wine and beer bar Uh, but then we Pete knew Dan uh, from a while back and he said together we can do something really special so so I want to stop you right there because I think this was the point at which because we've been friends for a long time Leadership Lakeland alum class 30 best class ever um we have connected over the years and so there was a point at which you were like chrisanne i need you to come i want to show you something yeah and this was like still a a, a, you know a dream in the in the daddy's eyes you know he's like i was he was telling me all the things that were going to be there the connection the relationship with dan i got to meet pete and to me it was like wow this is exciting but it was so almost uncharacteristic from me looking at my friend Sam, who has yeah. been a, a business attorney for all these years, he's going to open a music hall. So, <laughs> yeah. So it was Pete uh, must have talked you into it. Uh, Pete and Dan definitely <clears throat> talked me into it. And okay. that, and when you hear Dan play, then you're going to believe that the place will be successful. So we, you know, tore off the drywall and we saw these really cool square blocks. And it turns out they're clay blocks. They're known as terracotta or ocala blocks. And the first building that used them in the country. Uh, is in New York City. It's called the Cooper Union. So that's where we got the name New Union Hall. Uh, and so when we, we saw those blocks, we had to fire the preacher who had rented it for the uh, print store. We had to basically terminate that lease. And so was there so was already an existing lease. That. Yeah. And you, you just decided the plan was going to change based so on... So Pete had to talk to him. It was Pete's pastor. Okay. And he had to go and talk to him and tell him because we said, we need to make this whole thing you know, big hall, music hall, because Lakeland doesn't have one of these. And and we have Dan, and Dan is amazing. So he talked to him, and he and he, he, he did. Okay. Well, the that's... pastor was cussing out Pete. He wasn't really happy. <laughs> he found know. a great spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, let's then talk about um, when you guys opened. I mean, so there was a whole renovation of the building, building out the plan, establishing the business. Mm-hmm. Um, you did that and, and so things were kind of just getting underway, right? Yeah. Oh, we started May 1st of 2019. So uh, our first event was a Wachula State Bank <clears throat> after hours sort of gathering and it was, it was so exciting. Then the next couple of days was a Brian Sutherland concert, which was very heavily attended. We had a comedy night. And that whole summer was amazing. Everything went well mm-hmm. and and throughout the fall. But then in December, Pete tells me that he wants to move to Michigan. So yeah. that So uh, the guy who who kind of said, Sam, let's get into this together. Let's do this. Yeah. Is now up and heading I hope to Michigan. He hears this. Yeah. Now, and then <laughs> uh and then later that month, Dan decided that he likes playing music and traveling better than he does running a live music venue so um those two guys although they're great friends are not you know a part of union hall 
day to day. In the current day, um, yeah. But they do check in from time to time, see how we're doing. Uh, I know they're rooting for us. And that just leads me to kind of talk about the best laid plans, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all, we move we move forward and with, with emotion, with a vision. We decide, hey, we're going to do this thing. And then life, right? Life doesn't always have this predictable path where we say all of these things are going to happen. And, you know, 20 years from now, we're just going to be sitting here rem- reminiscing about the last 20 years and how the plan was perfectly executed. So these are stumbling blocks that I think a lot of entrepreneurs all have to resonate with. I mean, I, I think, Nate, you've had a story of where a partnership, you know, wasn't what you thought it was going to be as you got down the path and you kind of had to part ways and everything's great. Relationships are probably still intact, yep. but it's not the plan that you had. And so you've, you've you know, adjusted to the plan, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So now is December, 2019, yeah. Plan is 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 we're recalibrating, right? We're yeah. readjusting, and then and then in the middle of January, um, that was when Dan told me that that he wanted to go out and actually play music. You know, he he kind of got overwhelmed with the admin side of things, and I can see how you know a musician for his life, and then gets into this stuff, it'd be a pain in the butt of you know hiring people and having to let people go and dealing with finance and accounting and insurance and all that stuff. So anyway, he left. That was January 15th. And then about a month and a half later, this thing called, have you ever heard of this? It's called COVID-19. Oh, what is no, that? What yeah, is that's, that? that? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this P word, this pandemic uh, word yeah, comes we, into play. And we had two months worth of acts booked out, um, you know, national touring acts where, you know, anywhere from 10 to $30 a ticket um, and for the next two months. And so when COVID hit, I guess it was March 15th, which which was a Sunday, and I didn't see any other answer, and so I had to let the staff go, you know, at that point, and thankfully, it was a, it was a good thing, because it allowed them to get um, unemployment, right, and, and then we had the big back backlog of unemployment, so they were able to get out in front of that, I think, or some of them were. Yeah, I mean, some of them got, got it pretty quick, um, some of them didn't get approved at all but they still had other jobs um, mm-hmm. so that was the 15th which was a sunday and we had a big celebration set for saint patrick's day that 17th yeah right and that was the exact day that um governor DeSantis shut us down right which i mean i don't want to call him out personally i mean <laughs> it was the That's pandemic fine. i think that shut yeah, us yeah, down. the That's pandemic fine. the pandemic <laughs> made it necessary to temporarily stop the music right so that was the day so then we start scrambling yeah right and we've got all this equipment and all these artists have nowhere to play they're right. not allowed to and so I don't remember where the well, idea. Well, in the came meantime, from. you and I are communicating about PPP. We're talking about how how to help businesses get access to the funds that they needed and what yeah. they were going to be required to do. And so you and I were in communication, kind of on that side of things. Yeah, that was kind of more in the end of March. This was like right after the seventeenth. So the week after, we 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 had to figure out something to do to 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 do this. So we we started looking at doing the live music right like the streaming. the live streaming, live streaming yeah. facebook and, and, and YouTube. enter parker hey uh, parker <laughs> so sam you're not the technologically savvy um guy that is going to figure out how to do the live streaming right you just right. said that i've got no, parker for parker. that oh he, he's uh, very he's the millennial <laughs> so. so i started in union in december of 2019 is when i started and i was 
you know, just, just a bartender. And then come January, and they're like, all right, well, you're going to be the manager now. And I was like, all right, that sounds cool. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it's a big, big upgrade. It's a lot of things to take in, a lot of learning. It's a huge learning curve. And then, yeah, once March hits, um, I'm just kind of sitting around, you know, just what, what are we going to do? Right. There's nothing to do. And then I don't know if it was over the phone. I think it was over the phone because I, I looked at that text and I just started laughing. <laughs> what was the text? Sam said, Parker, I want you to live inside Union Hall. Oh, yeah, that thing. And I said, <laughs> what? And he said, yeah, I want you to live inside Union Hall. Because this is also when um, all the protests and riots were going on. So right. He's like, you know, we got a bunch of music equipment in there. Mm. I, and I was I, worried about us shut, them shutting us down so we couldn't leave our houses, which they ended up doing. Yeah. And, and so, then you needed to make sure that there was somebody there to kind of keep. Yeah, so exactly. Keep the, an eye on the property. Yeah, so I want to spend a month and a half. Well, of this. no, first of all, you said, basically you said no. And then yeah. I said, I'll pay you to live there. So yeah. you got like negative <laughs> Well, rent. I was just like, already. I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Well, I was already just kind of like, well, I already have a house. And what about Delali? And then he was just like, Delali can go. And I'll pretty much pay your rent for the month. And yeah. I was like, All right, and, you know, I think let's talk for a minute about how crazy that period of time was. Like, people were figuring things out that they never thought that they would have to figure out. Like, all right, we're taking the dog to work. We're going to have a, an employee live at our at our business. Um, you know, we started to talk about, you know, businesses that had never done takeout are now doing takeout. And it's just like the world was just upside down. And so all of these decisions you guys are making, is, it's like in the moment. Right? There, right. there isn't any time to just go, hey, let's talk about it. No, we're going to do it. I mean, yeah. I borrowed a shotgun from a friend of mine and buried money, honestly, underneath the ground in a bag. Because you had was, no idea what was happening. I had what no was idea happening. what was going on. Right. I right. didn't know if there was going to be a run on the banks and, you know, you'd need this or that. And so then the PPP stuff started coming out, which is a payroll protection plan. Program. Program. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and so in the, it was like a, 800 page uh, bill that I just poured through. I made a little lair. At Sam my house. made himself busy. <laughs> I mean, Sam, you're, you're pulling like what, like 15 hour days, like reading and doing that stuff and helping everybody out? Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest. Some of it was, it was either I'm in the house where I'm not allowed to leave at all with my family, you know, and my kids, my four kids, which are wonderful. But at a certain point, I need to be able to get out and do some work <laughs> and support this family, you know. And uh, it was at the time where nobody was used to having their entire family at home mm. seven days a week. Mm. And and so I needed a, like an outlet. So at my house, we have a little outbuilding thing. And um, I put a portable air conditioner in there and I put a TV up and. So I was working out of there when they weren't allowing us to to drive around town. Right. And so you've you've been double hit by this pandemic because the the most hardest hits hardest hit businesses have been bars and restaurants because mm. they were completely shut down and closed. There wasn't any way to operate or make revenue. You didn't have a standing restaurant, so you didn't have the ability to do takeout. You know, there was a time when you were doing the packages. Yeah. Drink in a box. Drink in a box. Drink in a box, right? So this is like innovation yeah. like in real time, yeah. you know, you're watching and I'm oh. I'm having these conversations with you and, and I'm just I'm inspired by the fact that we're not going to take this laying down. Like that was the reaction that yeah. I felt was and, was coming from you guys. And then we were worried about them telling Parker how to go home. And so we had to come up with a way to be a um, essential business. an essential business. Right. And so we decided since we had all the audio video equipment, let's film some 
public service announcements so that right. we can be categorized as essential businesses mm. so they don't shut us so down. So you had the fire department come out. You had the, the, We did one the, with the mayor and you. Right. Yeah. We did um, one with um, the police department. Oh, it was the police department. And then... Alice Kaler from mm -hmm. um, Lakeland Volunteers yeah. in Medicine. Yeah, yes, we had a lot of um, public service announcements when we were doing the live streaming for a lot of the local artists. And that was pretty much me living there, me setting all the equipment up. And then we live streamed for them and had tip jars and everything. So there was probably, I think one of the days, it was like seven days in a row of us live streaming. Um, mm -hmm. You know, some people made up to $1,500 one night. Right. And then some people made nothing and and this is the heart to me that i love that i want to like talk about because sam says to me you know from a marketing perspective we were helping with kind of putting some of those pieces together getting the website so that it could be conducive to the live streaming and helping with social and all of that stuff but sam's like insistence at that time was to make sure you tell everybody that the money in the tip jar is going straight to the artists. Mm -hmm. Like that was the insistence over and over and over again. Make sure everybody knows this. Make sure everybody knows this. And so to me, like you're a music hall, you're a business, you're an entrepreneur, and yet your heart is in helping others. It's constantly. I mean, you spent hours pouring over 800, 800 pages of legal, you know, law documents. And then now you're figuring out, okay, Parker, figure out how to live stream so we can have music playing even though people can't be here and yeah. and we were able to listen to the music i mean that became a tradition for mm -hmm. me on a weekly basis i was listening to the music and i got to know stone gray and i got to know some of the other artists that you were that you were connecting us to and that was like don't stop the music like that was literally what was right. going on yeah. in real time yeah that yeah, I want to say I just wanted to be there for the artists so that when all this ended, that they're going to be there for us. Well, and that's a part of, of the community that we're building. I mean, that's yeah, what yeah. entrepreneurship is. At the core of it, you were wanting to help. So yeah, I wanted Union Hall to be known as the place that helps helps artists. The artists, right. Yeah. And that, there isn't a lot of that going on in the world today. Sometimes it's, just, it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world in the music world. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world in the creative space. I mean, creative yeah. space is, is, is inundated. The marketplace is heavy and, yeah. and busy. So just to have somebody as kind of a mentor uh, for me, looking at how you were doing that, I thought that was, that was pretty powerful. Well, thank you. So, yeah. Um, and then, so Parker, talk us through kind of when things kind of went south on the whole live stream and and maybe it wasn't really south it was just there was a stall in in the uh, process yeah, you got in a, trouble yeah there was a, i wouldn't want to say trouble there was a <laughs> scare where um we had i think we had two or three bands playing back to back one night and you know we're not we're not allowed to be an open bar so some people brought their own drinks and they're out in the patio drinking their own drinks I don't know who it was. It might have been one of the other bars that was shut down. They thought we were opened again. Um, they called the, the police department. Then one of the other cops came, and he was sitting on the other side of the parking lot, kind of where you couldn't see him, but he was taking pictures and filming mm -hmm. all the people out there. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, I got a knock on the door, and it's a... Because you were sleeping there. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, there's a knock on the door. Delali's barking, and she's like, oh, who is this person? And I wake up, and he's just like, Hey, what are you doing here? I was like, well, technically I'm just staying here. And he's like, you're not allowed to stay here. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, no one's allowed to be in this establishment. In this, in this place. And then Sam was... Uh, well, then you called me right away. I think you were, you were literally like five minutes away. I think he was on his, on his way here. And then the guy hands him a piece of paper. And then, you know, Sam being argumentative lawyer, he's like, what does this mean? 
And the guy's like, it says what it means. He's like, explain it. Like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, I'm not trying to be, you know, an asshole. He's like, I just, I want to understand. And the guy wouldn't say. Well, it was a warning. Yeah. Right. And so we were explaining to them, we're not selling drinks because that's what they thought that we were doing. And we are, we're doing these live uh, feed shows. And, um, and it's, it was basically a warning, like, don't do this again. I said, well, what does that mean that we can't do the live streaming shows? I mean, who do I talk to to get permission to do that? I mean, I get it if we're selling to anybody, but I don't think we were. And I know we're not going to in the future. That that we cannot do. But uh, are you saying that we can't have these live streaming shows because all we're doing is raising money for the artists? Well, it says right here on the paper. Well, all it said was it's a warning. Okay. You know? And then we made probably 20 calls to the yeah we try to call department a bunch of people of, like the D- dbpr and it was all like the... the department of alcohol tobacco yeah. and firearms okay mm. and um, then the next day too we had another guy show up and then sam wasn't around and then he was just like yo you're not allowed to be in the building and i was like why and actually no i don't know if you were there for that one or the the second one but then sam was like well i own these am i not allowed to go to into see the building my property that i own right and then he didn't give us an answer there. He just said it was all on the paper. Yeah. And so it's like there's this juxtaposition between, all right, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There are more important things to be thinking about and worrying <laughs> about and dealing with at this time. And yet here we are, you know, trying to figure out how are we going to make it? How are we yeah. going to continue to take care of our families and continue to take care of the things that we need to take care of? And so those are the challenges I think that were the most frustrating for so many entrepreneurs is it's like, I, you know, we had Jack McHugh on the show earlier and he was talking about, you know, I'm just trying to figure it out. Right. And we're all just in that same boat. And it would have been nice if there had been some assistance instead of some, you know, some sort of like authoritarian, like we're shutting you down or we're going to we're looking out for ways that we can get you in trouble, yeah. I guess, if you will. Well, it came it came <clears throat> all down to loopholes, mm. finding a loophole to be able to survive your business. So, you know, they said, all right, all of a sudden, hey, now if you have a food truck out there. Uh, you can serve alcohol and food because you're now a restaurant. Right. And it's like also for us, too, it could be, all right, well, if this is a private event venue and they rent out the space, you can still serve alcohol. Right, with or, a crowd of under however many, whatever the yeah, numbers were at the time. It, and then oh. it got to the point, too, where it's like, hey, let's do the dumbest idea ever and sell to-go drinks. So now you can drink legally on the road right. in a styrofoam cup. Who's going to know? Yeah. And so we we never did like to-go drinks like that, but we did our drink-in-a-box kit, which was... Pretty, pretty much, and it was like an old-fashioned kit. You can get like a gin and tonic kit, and you could pick different. It's this wooden box that David made, and in it we had this hay. Like we had a whole bale of hay there that we would pull from. Yeah, recipe cards. We put in like an entire bottle, uh, orange, and a bottle of Woodford, and then a recipe thing, and some bitters, and some simple syrup, and tells you how to make it. Yeah. Hey, Elevate Polk podcast listeners, are you ready to level up? If you're interested in starting a podcast or if you need a studio setting to record video to grow your business, our podcast production team is gearing up to serve the community of people with great ideas who want to share their message with the world. If that sounds like you, get started today by visiting MaximizeDigital.com forward slash studio to learn more about the podcast and video packages available. Just mention you heard about the studio on the Elevate Polk podcast, and you'll unlock exclusive pricing just for our listeners. And it's like these are the innovative things that come yeah. came out of this. So yeah. let's shift the conversation because you know it, it's just remembering and realizing and understanding what you guys have overcome oh, yeah. to get to this point, right? So 
Um, I was making a point earlier. I was saying, you know, that you were kind of get the double whammy. You got the events. Um, you got the the restaurant and bar shut down, and then events like two. Like there's two different reasons why now you guys are struggling to to figure out how you're going to open your doors again. Mm-hmm. And so now we're kind of we're kind of turning a corner, right? The vaccine is out. People are are starting to the the consumer confidence is starting to slowly come back, and and now we're in April, and things are starting to be a little bit more optimistic, right? So, yeah. what what's coming down the pike at this point in time for 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 Union Hall? This is the opportunity for us to kind of. I'm excited yeah. because you know the music has kind of been been quiet for a while. I mean, I haven't been to a live music experience mm-hmm. in over a year. Other than through live stream, so yeah. now like life is back to somewhat normal. Almost, I don't know yeah, what we're right. going to talk yeah, slowly but surely. <laughs> so in the past month or so, we've we've gotten ready for it. We were open, sort of in February March, but we had really been, just been preparing for this grand reopening, which is April 9th. So in the past month or so, uh, we have taken steps to do a bunch of different things we've added uh, audio video uh, equipment so that we can better live stream and record all the shows and give copies to the acts we've added misters because it's gonna be hot yeah uh we've added some additional shading areas and the misters are on the outside area oh yeah there's not gonna be water <laughs> inside <laughs> no, right no. Yeah, <laughs> on the equipment our place doesn't have any ac so we have misters uh, uh, yeah, no, no. just, kidding, just, just joking kidding. it's outside it's not april fool's day uh, <laughs> and um let's see what else have we done we, we've resurfaced the entire outside tables which holds like 86 people mm-hmm. yeah we've and um, i say we i mean parker <laughs> <laughs> and david david I've been slaving away doing physical labor the past few months um we built a pretty much a really rad little fenced off area um to make it more private for private events and mm-hmm. even if you're you know sitting on the patio it's you're not looking at a parking lot you're not right. looking at a different building so it feels more like an enclosed space mm-hmm. and you know looks a lot better as well so then you have the misters and those and, and we added uh well, they haven't been put in yet, but we're putting shades in. They're like automatic where you can just push a button and they all go up and down. Oh, cool. We have these huge windows on the south side. And so the sun comes in. So we have a projector and a screen and everything. And when the sun comes in, it's kind of hard to see. So now we're adding the those shades. Um, and then the biggest thing is, you know, this is what I think is going to make us just, you know, go crazy, is we have a full-time restaurant there now. I know. This is the exciting. All right. So wait, back up. Mm-hmm. Say that again. Say that was enthusiasm, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, it's honestly one of maybe the top three restaurants in Lakeland that I, I love to eat. I'll eat there every day. It's good time, which is right across the street, right across Hunter Street. Right from there us. in Dixieland. Yeah. Dixieland. Right behind Concord. Shout out, shout out to our to our to mm-hmm. our friends at Good Time. Yeah. Maybe podcast uh, hosts can get a free meal for oh, a shout out. A shout out. Perhaps. <laughs> Good time at Union Hall starting Friday, yeah. <laughs> April 9th. So the the official start date of that is the same day as your reopening. Yes. Event. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So we are so excited to have a full time restaurant there. Because we think that we're about to create what is the best date night in Lakeland. And the goal is uh, two months out, we're going to book acts. Anything past two months, we may fill with private events. So if people want to do weddings and rehearsal dinners and birthday parties and grand, you know, graduation 
parties and that kind of thing, we'll book those um, a couple months in advance. And then when we get to the two-month mark, I'll start booking acts. So any empty space that hasn't already been booked by events that you just mentioned, you'll start looking at right. booking those acts. Okay. Yep. And, and the we'll, musical acts that you're going after, just so that we, we can keep our minds going mm-hmm. as to who do we want to connect you to? Who are those? Who are so those musical cool acts? Part. We we don't uh, we have a Switzerland view in terms of type genre of music. So just for instance, we have uh, Stone Gray, which is like a Pearl Jam, um, Nirvana type grunge yeah. alternative rock. Alternative, yeah, and then they got we a great have great sound by the oh, way. Yeah, so that's on Saturday the tenth. I mean, the grand reopening is just three amazing acts. It's um, a guy who came from California. He sounds just like Bob Dylan. He sings sings a lot of Bob Dylan. Uh, his name is Rich Sheldon, and and then two uh, two bands that have already produced videos. They're um, potentially gonna really take off here shortly, and that's Alma Vertical. Um, which which plays right after uh, Rich Sheldon and Hope Darling, and so those two we're really excited about. That's Friday, October, or sorry. October. All right, so that's <laughs> April 9th, this April. this Friday, yep. April 9th. April 9th. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this episode on the day we we publish it, that is this Friday. So you can still buy your tickets. Go to UnionHallEvents.com. There. Are, Hopefully. Yeah, I don't well, know. We might be sold out. Sold out. out. That's we'll, true. We'll, see. well yeah, it'll be yeah. sold out after people hear the the episode. So, but Saturday sure. is Stone Gray, and which is we actually, cool. yeah, we just improbably filled in a an opener for them. So we have Social Kicks, their Lakeland local band as well. Okay. So we just we now have That's an on opener the now. It's on the so 10th. Saturday the tenth. Cool. Yeah. All right. Walk so, us through the rest so of the then, calendar. Yeah. So then the next week on a Thursday, this is um the week of Sun and Fun. On Thursday the fifteenth, this is the one I'm I'm excited about, the most excited about, honestly. Okay. And it's the Tom Petty tribute. I'm going to that. Yes. I already I already committed. I'm like ten I'm buying ten tickets. And if you haven't read or listened to the Tom Petty biography, it's amazing. Okay. It talks about, you know, from when he just started and people that are in his band from Lakeland talks about all about his band playing all over uh the state of Florida. And it just talks about how he made it, and he was way more impressive in an art, of an artist than than I thought. And I went to University of Florida. I mean, everybody loves Tom yeah. Petty at UF because he's from there, right? But you know, he his band toured with uh, Bob Dylan for two years oh, as wow. as their band, yeah, as his band. And he was in a group called the Traveling Wilburys, which included Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, George Harrison, and John. Um, not John Lynch, but it's Jeff Lynch, who was a, he was in ELO, which okay. is a, an English band. Electronic English Light Orchestra. Yeah, that's that it. ELO? Yeah. yeah. So uh, that, it was just amazing for me to see like that they, that he was so involved with all those. And, and if you hear, if you read the book, you'll read about all these different people that he had. Well, and who really doesn't cool love a good Tom Petty song? I mean, you just, uh, you know, you've got to, you've got to get into that. That's going to be cool. So I'm excited to be there. Yeah. And shout out to another past guest on our um, episode, on our podcast, Tom Phillips is going to be there. Yeah. And I, I messaged him and told him that we were going to be there and he wanted to dance with Craig, my husband. So we'll, we'll see oh, if we can nice. make that happen. <laughs> so the, the next night, which is a Friday, um, is a guy named Ben Prestige. And this is another national touring act. He makes his own mu- instruments. Okay. So he's a singer songwriter. Um, and you can kind of get a feeling for it. all these are a little bit different. So we're going to put mention we're going to put links in the show notes for okay. each of these artists that we're mentioning. So 
make sure that we get them in there. Then the 17th is a private event. That's us, basically, friends and families. We're going to be tasting a bunch of different things. Um, And then the next week, the 23rd of April, is uh, Melissa Lee and Friends. That's country. Okay. And she's amazing. And then the 24th. She's bringing Jay Taylor, which is also another national country artist who's also really, really good. Now, was she one of the live stream acts? Because I think I heard her. Okay. All right. She live streamed. And so that's the 23rd. That's Friday. The next night is the hip hop artist, Bernard Jabs, who released a song three weeks ago and he has 300,000 views. Awesome. That's yeah. great. He's like 19 years old. Is he local to Polk amazingly County? Amazingly talented. He's, He's Atlanta, got connections and he okay. may have an opener from Lakeland. Um, yeah, he might have try to have at least two or three local opening acts on the, the Lakeland hip hop scene. Awesome. Um, that. I gave them some information, and so hopefully they're reaching out um, with that. That'll be great. And what's the date for him? That's Saturday the 24th. Okay. And then the next week is a free event, and that's the Adult Spelling Bee. I, I still have to figure out a way to turn that into a fundraiser, you know, pick a charity, and somehow embarrass your friends by nominating them for the Adult Spelling Bee. I think I threw out a, we should have a leadership Lakeland challenge where like one person from each class steps up and and yeah. and participates in the Spelling Bee Challenge. And I'm going to nominate you idea. to be the speller. That's fine. I'll for leadership it. for oh, class 30. I'm going to be the announcer. Uh, I can't. Because you can spell? No, I'm going to say Sam. <laughs> spell dolphin. <laughs> can you spell dolphin, please, Sam? Do you need it in a sentence? Sure. <laughs> dolphin. Oh, wait. D-O-L-P-H-I-N. Dolphin. Right. Dolphin. Good job. Go. That's a noun, right? <laughs> dolphin noun. So, I don't know what reference you're making. I don't know that. What Was I that just, from a show? No, just spelling bees. They're like, oh, yeah. spelling bees. Spelling, your word is dolphin. And they say, all right, can I use it in a sentence? And they're like, all right, well, I saw a dolphin the other day. If you haven't seen the Letterkenny episode of the spelling, of the spelling bee, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. But I think my favorite one is I'm going to say, Sam, spell weather. And you're going to say, can I get that in a sentence? <laughs> exactly. I don't know whether the weather is going to be good today. <laughs> and then you're just. Which weather? <laughs> you're just going to take a gamble. Yeah, that's fine. I'll right. do it. But so, I love that idea. And I think whoever wins, whichever class guy or girl wins. Yeah, they get to pick the charity they get to for pick the night. The charity. Yeah, I love it. And then it. we'll give 20% of whatever we bring in to that charity for that night. I love the idea. Wow, and it happened right here on Elevate Polk. Nice. We're exciting. It's like a Jeff Lynch production. That's a... And wait, wait. So that what's the date of the spelling bee? The date of the spelling bee is uh, Friday, April 30th. April 30th. What's happening the night before the that, that spelling bee? Thursday, the 22nd and 29th, we have open mic. All right. So but in conjunction with the Bridge Local... Yes. Um, meet and greet. It's the, a cultural open mic night. It's a cultural open mic night. We're having our bridge local meet and greet that night, Thursday mm-hmm. night. It's 530 to 730. And it happens to be our celebration at Maximize Digital Media for our anniversary. So we're having a bin, big shindig. Mm-hmm. We've got a big sponsorship from Bella Visage, our friends Mark and Gina Parker. They're going to be participating. And so we're we're really excited. We're still working out the final details. But since we're talking about Union Hall, and that happens to yeah. be where our event is going to take place. I thought we'd throw it out there. So open mic, yeah, you should ask 
all your friends that are musicians to come up there. Anybody and everybody's welcome. And even the people who aren't musicians? Yeah. Yeah. They like, you like to do stand-up? <laughs> Scare the crowd away? <laughs> yeah, you can do stand-up? Yeah. And so we tell you to get off the stage. Yeah. Right. Do you have like one of those hooks where you can pull people oh, off the stage? Oh, that would be good. And like Looney Tunes? Just yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Or the gong show? Or... Yeah, I'm really excited because that day I'm probably going to I'm gonna bust out my instrument skills. Um, really? Do you beatbox? No, I actually, I just started playing the triangle. Oh, oh. fantastic. And let me tell Your you. Your open mic triangle uh, debut? Yeah. That'll be like, fun. Like a solo artist? Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, you guys remember that video, you guys remember that video of that guy um, doing karaoke to tequila? And he's just like, tequila. <laughs> and he's just uh, sitting there like this. Tequila. <laughs> and it's like. That's great. Like, That's a good idea. And he just like back. Sounds like Andy like, Kaufman. Tequila. Invited. I don't know. That's hysterical. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm excited that the the things are starting to move in that direction for for the community, obviously, mm-hmm. but for Union Hall specifically because my friendship with you and I know the the trials and challenges and and barriers that you guys have had to overcome. So we're really excited about you know encouraging people to book some event space, right? So that there is that opportunity there. But I want to let's. Any other final announcements? Because you got us through April. Is there any other big things that are on the horizon that you want to share? No, I can't. I almost have May booked out, but we're going to share that probably in the middle of each month. We're going to share the next month in the middle of each month. Well, you're not coming back on the podcast every month Uh, just to tell us an update. Well, Well, maybe you could do a commercial. You could do a quick little commercial in in between each episode. That'll work. Talk that through. Okay. Um, And we just invested in... Oh, yeah. A slushy machine. (gasps) Oh, that's right. You were sending me pictures. That's going to be awesome. um, They're going to be NA for anyone who doesn't partake in drinking. So you can still come by and get a slushy. For those of you that don't know what NA means, that's non-alcoholic. So you can still come in and, you know, get some food at good time, enjoy a slushy, enjoy the misters outside, Mm -hmm. or partake in the full slushy experience at Union Hall. And use Parker's bartending um, knowledge, prowess, to spruce those babies up. Oh, yeah. See what you can add to the blue one, you know. See the gin or... I don't know gin and slushy, probably not. So we're going to have really cool names for them, too. You want to know what the names are for the grand reopening? Can there be an Elevate Polk? Oh, all right, yeah. Yes. (laughs) What flavors do you want? Um, Fruit Punch. Fruit Punch? How about Mango. Oh, mango's good. Mango. Yeah. Okay. Mango well, we surprise. Need, we can do like two colors and do like mango and something else. There's two then, of them. Yeah. And okay. Then, awesome. Blah, 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 and then just add. All right. So when you go to Union Hall on April 9th, ask for an Elevate Polk. No, not on April 9th. Oh. On your night. We can oh, do on that. the 29th. No, okay. we already have the names picked out on the night. For the ninth. What yeah. are the names? Do you have them? Mud Crutch. Mud Crutch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. And Wilbury. And Wilbury. Because of the traveling Wilburys. Yep. And the other cool. one, Mud Crutch, was Tom Petty's first band. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so. oh. Be fun. Awesome. But yeah, we're excited about the future. We're excited about just having really cool acts. And there's a chance we're going to have a couple of big acts before the end of the summer, before the end of August. Well, I want to make a connection for you. I have a friend, a, a new friend but an old band that I have always loved since I was in college. So you know my Sister Hazel connection, which mm-hmm. I'm doing a shout-out for Sister Hazel, and there will be a day when we will Ooh, get Sister Hazel right. or Ken and Andrew or somebody, yeah. you know, Ken and Drew over here. We'll, we'll make that happen. But recently I was reconnected to a band from college called Jupiter Coyote. Okay. And they're, they're well, really well-known in, like, the Georgia, South Carolina, um, North Carolina area. 
So I was having a conversation with Matt Mays, and I'm saying, I have a venue. If I can get you to Florida, and he is traveling to Tampa. I don't know what those dates are. Mm -hmm. But if we can get him while he's down, I would love to have Jupiter Coyote at Union Hall. I that would, would be awesome. I would love for them to – do we want them to play after? Are they playing in Tampa? Um, they traveling? They're traveling. And they will, there will be a show in Tampa. Oh. Yeah, that's – I mean, sometimes bands will do that. Yeah. Um, so – as a special request from me, you never say no to Chris Ann. Oh, Come no, I'm on. I'm saying they can do it. No, for sure. <laughs> no, we're talking about the bands. Like sometimes they don't like to play two places like right beside each Super other because it cannibalizes the market. But if you have a band playing in Jacksonville and then it's playing in Fort Lauderdale, right. that's perfect. Because yeah. then that's called a routed act. So sometimes the bigger acts will already have a tour set up and they got a couple of days between and they'll give you a deal to come and it'll be like a known band. So that's the that's the gold, you know, what's the, what's it called? It's just the gold that you're looking for is, yeah. is finding an act like that, that everybody knows and everybody can make a huge deal about. I can tell you that some of the bands in this, in April are at that level. They're just not known. Right. They're still at the, at the beginning parts of, of their journey to yeah. being if, known. If anyone knows. And Union Hall is going to be a part of helping make them known, oh, which yeah. is exciting. If anyone knows um, Andy Hall and has a connection, send them our way, please. If we know Andy Hall, Andy Hall, Andy Hall. I think it's Hall. Yeah, Andy Hall. Okay. He's with uh, Manchester Orchestra. So if anybody nice. knows, oh, okay. or the Avett Brothers, or the Avett Brothers. Avett Brothers. <laughs> okay, so we're we're pulling out all of the requests and right. dedications, so that we can get uh, some of these great acts at Union Hall. And, and so let's let's talk about the the bigger picture here from the Elevate Polk perspective. So raising the economic. Um, Raising the entrepreneurial ecosystem is part of like my personal mission. It's it's a conversation that Sam and I have had, you know, over the years, and it's trying to figure out how to raise the bar. So in this case, we're raising the you know the entrepreneurial ecosystem through a business that you own, but also the musical talent and helping put Polk County on the map, right? And so Union Hall is going to be a contributor to the success of countless artists in the future. And I think that is an incredible gift to the community that we need to just kind of applaud and suggest people pay attention to that. Pay attention to the music scene as it continues to grow, because the more we talk about these talented people, and like you said, you are Switzerland when it comes to what type of music. So you've got hip hop, you've got country, you've got some rock and roll, you've got some old older stuff, some newer stuff, all of them and everything in between. So the, the, the possibilities are endless for the vision and the future of what Union Hall is going to contribute to the community. Well, thanks. Yeah, the, it's exciting. Uh, if uh, Back to the Tom Petty biography, right? That It talks about this uh, record store in Gainesville where everybody used to meet, and that's where the Almond Brothers came from, and Tom Petty, and the Heartbreakers. And, and Sister Hazel. And the Eagles. <laughs> Some people came out of there and played for the Eagles, and uh, Sister Hazel eventually. And, and so... We, Union Hall is the number one rated by Google live music venue in the state of Florida. The state of Florida has a long and storied history of musicians. Yeah. From Tom Petty to Ray Charles to Jim Morrison to a bunch of country Under artists Earth. that are amazing. What was best, that? Best band out of Florida, Under Oath. And uh, um, the Allman Brothers, of course. And, and, and so, you know. I guess just between us girls, I gave, asked Parker to give the keys to an act that has uh, been very uh, great for Union Hall, and hopefully we've been good for them. Do we want to say their name? Oh, 
Yeah, I mean, if you guys know Chris Torres, Chris Torres has been a homie for us. He's helped us bring together so many great local shows with local artists. Oh, and that's awesome. Everyone's, mm-hmm. you know, appreciated him bringing it together. And he's told me personally um, that he, he loves that we're able to give him creative freedom and book what shows he wants to book because he doesn't disappoint. Yeah. Every show he's booked has always been a really successful night for us. So right. I'm thinking, I was just thinking of this before you said that, um, you know, thinking on maybe like a Monday or Tuesday, since technically we're closed, um, you know, we can use it as a practice space for anybody that wants to come and practice. Oh, you know? that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't play drums anywhere because it's, it's too, too loud. loud. Yeah. So, you know, Jinx. it might, might be a, <laughs> you know, kind of, <laughs> um, you know, that might be a, a cool thing to do. And we're going to give Chris a, a key pretty soon. So, you know, yeah, you basically get to a certain point where we, like you're saying, we want to be the place where bands are made. And to do that, they need to be able to jam. They need to be able to mess around with stuff, you mm-hmm. know, without an audience there. So, And a just, place that has the acoustics that they're going to really be able to appreciate oh, what yeah. they're sounding like other than in their garage, right? Yeah. And it's the mixer, too. I mean, yeah, it, well, I think when they're practicing, because I asked Chris, too, I was just like, well, if you're going to come in, do I got to show you how to use all this? He's like, no, we won't need it. But the, the fact that they can just practice as loud as they want mm-hmm. somewhere... Mm-hmm. you know that would be great that is cool and so then you know i know a lot of these local people are in two or three different bands yeah. just because they, they love playing music right so chris has like three projects maybe even four projects on the side so technically he's like all right well i'm gonna practice with this one and then this one this and this one as oh, well I love so that. you know that'd be really cool for him too you know if he decides to do that and then he can even he'll have the key so if another band is looking for a play stuff to make the connection that. yeah the, he so he's say, the hey. connector he's yeah. gonna help make those connections possible that's yeah. awesome so shout out to chris torres we love you man chris you better read the tom petty biography because that's basically what tom petty did yeah he was the connector there in yeah. gainesville and then that's where all he that made a, a few people quit school and join his band no boy well, yeah. well i think we're too old to have people at our school we're school, not though. in school anymore yeah. i mean life is school right well, so we're, we're not, not quitting chris that torres either. <laughs> uh, oh hey yeah, he does want to go back to school though. Yeah, so. cool. well, follow your dreams, Chris. Do yeah, whatever. Do, do whatever your heart is calling you to do. Um, well, I just want to. If there's anything else, I'm just excited um, for the opportunity to have you guys here on the Elevate Polk Show. Um, we're excited about what you guys are bringing to the community. I know it's a very unique, incredibly awesome sound when there's live music playing there. So anyone who's listening to the show, make sure you make a point to. Look at the schedule. Go to unionhallevents.com. I know that's the website. What would an inquiry, what would you like an inquiry? Like, let's just say there's a, a musician listening who wants to come practice at Union Hall or or there's some event, you know, that they were, they're thinking about or a connection to a possible musician. What's the best way for them get, to get in touch with you, Parker? Let's send them to management at unionhallevents.com. Okay. Or... Call us on Instagram or Facebook and send us a message from there as DMs well. DMs on social yeah. or an slide email. Into our, slide into our DMs, guys. All right. All right. That's cool. Any final thoughts as we wrap up today? This is a great conversation. I'm glad we just really wrapped about the music because that's what is so exciting to me. I'm so looking forward to Friday, hearing live music, and being a part of the community again. Yeah. No, I, I guess the last thing that I wanted to portray and make sure that we get out there is that the way we have it set up is that all the ticket sales go to the acts. Um, we make no qualms. We have no bad feelings about charging, you know, 10 bucks, 15 bucks for, for, to come see these very talented musicians live in concert in a really cool place because, uh, the alternative is, is paying that to go to the movie theater. Right. Now, um, so I would encourage you guys to try us, check it out one night, 
uh, come out and see us and, and take a look at our website, see what kind of music you like, and pick a show. Come see us. And if you have a resistance to cover charges, check yourself because the reality is these are businesses trying to open and trying to stay and pay their staff and pay their people. And then Sam's just basically saying, I'm not paying my staff or my people from the cover charge. I'm paying the band, the musicians, because the the truth is, you know, you've all been somewhere where you've listened to music and you're like, yeah, there's this cute guitar with cash that people are dropping tips in and you've been guilty of not leaving a tip. Yeah. And so by the sheer opportunity of being a part of this experience, Sam's going to get your cover, right? Sam's going to make sure that that artist is going to get what it is when you come in. So it's a win-win. Yeah. You get to hear mm-hmm. the music. You don't have to worry about having cash in your pocket to go tip the, the musician. The musician gets the tip, and then we all get to join the community of music lovers that we are. And then if you see a show and you're unsure about it, a lot of the acts we have links to their social medias. You can give them a shout-out or you know give them a check-out and listen to their music. And also, if you're too lazy enough for that, um, we're going to be streaming about... My audience isn't lazy, so... (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be streaming about 15 to 20 minutes of each band's once are starting. So you get get a little little sample, and then we're just going to shut it off. And then if you're so inclined to want to keep listening, hop in the car and come on down and help them out. That's awesome. So the ticket thing with giving all the money to the artists is because... I want, it's like a market. It's like a free market, basically. I let the acts pick the what they want to charge for the tickets. And the only the only acts that'll come to Union Hall if they're just getting paid from the tickets are the ones that can sell tickets. Yeah. So, it, and I don't, I, I have an easy way to tell my friends, no, I'm sorry, I can't let you in for free because all the money goes to the artists. Well, and you know, that's that's an important part of this discussion, I think, too, just because you're such a generous friend and you've always offered, you know, to me, you've just said, hey, bring your friends and, you know, I, I've got your cover. And I don't ever want that, right? But I know that in, in the business world, people are always looking for a favor from the guy who has the venue or the guy who has the, you know, whatever the, the business is. And so, you know, I think as adults and even as 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 we've as because of the challenges of small business ownership right in the general normal world now we're in a pandemic please don't ask anybody for a favor just come and support the local businesses support local music and be a part a contributor to the local economy because without the work that you guys are doing we would be a boring town like we wouldn't have anywhere to go and any anything to do so i'm just gonna kind of get on my soapbox for a second and say don't ask for favors just show up and be a part of the (laughs) about the part of the music yeah and if you're gonna ask me for something free you might as well go ask amc or somebody else yeah they've got more money than sam right (laughs) (laughs) all right well we're gonna wrap up thanks for listening everyone and remember we have a new episode each week so be sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and remember to leave us a review we promise to read every one you can always find all of our episodes at elevatepolk.com and if there's something or someone you want to hear on an upcoming episode reach out to us on facebook at elevate polk boom shakalaka Did you hit record? (gasps) (laughs) We're done.